Hi, this is Tony Funikerk at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Hermant Ari, Managing Director at Gapston Technologies. Hermant, thank you very much for talking to me this morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Tony. Um, great stuff. Uh, Hermant, I thought that um, we can start off with maybe just a, a brief introduction of um, Gapston. And then um, in, in a, a lot of my conversations in the last while with technology companies, um, I, I have to ask um, what the past couple of months meant for you, because obviously technology was um, on the tip of everybody's uh, tongues. And um, how did you optimize um, this period? Okay, so Tony, you're going to have to definitely stop me on this, because I get, I'm very passionate about about your company and the work we do. So I will summarize and uh, and we'll take it from there. So we're, uh, as Gabston Technologies, we're a data management company focusing specifically on the services industry. So we don't, um, we don't go out there in the market and, and sell product. Uh, we sell our services and we're very passionate about it because our team is very skilled. Uh, and if we don't, uh, and we grow that skill uh, internally. So um, we have people coming into the organization and we, we groom them into this this data management services orientated uh, environment. COVID has been uh, a, a quite quite a serious global pandemic uh, that no one has seen the likes of for a very long time. Um, and what it what it has meant for us is, I, I have to say, I've had uh, as a data management company, I've got a lot of processes in place and a lot of technology in place that allows me to do a large amount of work remotely. So uh, funny story, uh, when, when, these, uh, when, when the pandemic hit uh, South Africa and when the, just before the regulations came out, my team was, was fairly hygienic, but they, they loved our, our work environment because it's, it's built for, for service, services again. So it's, it's all about the people. Uh, and no, no one set of work is done by one person. There's always a team effort. Uh, involved uh, in in this process, so they were quite resistant to working from home because in the office, besides having extreme internet and redundant services from power to internet to water, there's also a, a fantastic unlimited coffee machine, which which almost any IT person would go, oh yeah, I, I will take that work environment. So <laughs> so it was it was quite interesting when when the regulations came out to say that it's time for you to start working from home if you can afford it. My team literally just picked up the equipment and went home uh, and continued working. Uh, because of our, because of our, of our way of doing business, um, we start work fairly early in the morning and finish fairly late in the evening. So we're, we're 24 by seven, essentially. Uh, so the team was very grateful uh, that they could, uh, could work from home. Uh, and they actually, I have to say, have, have had just as good of experience uh, working from home uh, than they do at the office. Uh, back into the original question as to what we actually do is uh, our services, uh, services is a very broad stroke in, in data management, two very large terms that, that really need uh, context. So data management is uh, what we can consider backup, archiving, replication, disaster recovery, uh, management of the data that's being generated in your organization. What services we offer around that is we implement solutions. We take care of solutions from a reactive remote support perspective. 
we're also, if you like a product and you want to move forward with the product, but you don't have skills, we also offer that managed service component. So therefore, that's that team integration that I wanted to give some context to uh, in terms of what we do. Okay. So, um, you know, you in some of the material that I've seen from Gapston, you talk about um, operational data, and you mentioned that there are quite a bit of links between AI and operational data. So maybe you can just um, explain to us a little bit what you mean with that. Okay, so your AI component is now now you having you having systems that are able to make decisions for people uh, and make these decisions and and assist heavily in terms of managing. Um, sorry, I'm giving you a bit of a pause there, but I'm trying to find the right way that we can we can really push this out to uh, to a decent context for 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 everybody and. Uh, the best way to understand the AI is it's helping people get the job done uh, autonomously. So that that's your that's your AI component. But what's actually happening is it's it's busy thinking about components. It's busy putting putting information out there for people to to use as a business. Uh, and what it means is you need you need that operational component. Uh, once the AI has actually started you on the engagement. So to give more context, uh, your AI could give you a breakdown of intelligence in terms of here is a bunch of sensitive information that I can scour across your environment. And I can tell you, look, you you actually have a bunch of deduplicated data here. So you've got a, a very large environment with a large set of data that you're protecting. But actually, most of it is repetitive data that's duplicated across your environment. So now you have you have a tool that's that's provided you with some intelligence, and now you need to now link this up to how does this impact you from an operational perspective, um, and how do you manage that data? Uh, what what is considered throwaway information? What is considered data that that you can contain, uh, use for a certain time period, and then again. Uh, our life has moved away from from keeping everything forever. Our IT our IT world used to be businesses would go employ the uh, what is the proverbial IT guy, and that that uh, that poor soul would have to protect everything with whatever tools he has and keep it forever. With the with the transition into a cloud cloud for a strategy, with a pay for what you need, pay for what you use type of methodology worldwide uh, not only in your cloud but in a in a AAS world in a as a service world you are now as a business required to actually work out what is considered data that is valuable to me that i have to maintain and actually i don't need to keep this other set of data that's that's potentially not not required for more than a season mm. so i mean if you obviously when you hold data and um, then go over into utilizing it in different ways, for instance, with the help of AI, et cetera. There are obviously some risks involved, and some of those risks pose also continuity issues. Um, how do you view that? How do you look at it from a Gapston perspective? That's a very good question. Uh, so let's look at it. So I've, I've sort of highlighted a little bit about it now, the, the previous answers. So so you you are 
the proverbial IT team or IT guy in in the organization, and I and I use it in a very simplistic form, so we can uh, we can really get out there. Is uh, you can't rely on the IT team uh, to keep everything forever, especially if it's going to start costing you a fair amount of uh, of money, uh, financial investment to to keep everything forever. So, so you're now you now have internet of things out there so it's it's uh it's one of the coin terms iot you must hear it all the time but that is a form of intelligence uh, artificial intelligence you've got tools out there generating information though that tool is uh, iot specifically if we can go into that a bit is actually predicted to have zettabytes of data that that can be out there now there's no ways that everybody can protect everything uh, forever so it's 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 a very uh, and when you start talking zettabytes it's it's fairly because uh, i think the prediction is somewhere around 80 zettabytes or 70 zettabytes by 2025 uh generated by iot devices so that is uh, and and that was that was old statistics uh, from a previous life so it's it's quite astonishing to understand what machines and intelligent uh, systems out there can generate uh, and and to provide continuity uh, you, and and understand your risks associated with this, you have to you have to start applying data management concepts, and that's where we come in. Uh, we know we have tools at our at our at our disposal. We have skills. Uh, we are permanently trained or continually trained uh, to understand data management that is relevant in today's day and age. Uh, it's pointless having a data management company that that still writes. I'm going to use an analogy straight to tape, uh, and I know somebody might get upset with me, but uh, it, it, <laughs> that's that's listening to this. But it's not that's not that's not the intention. The intention is to say uh, there is a traditional way of doing a protection plan uh, for yourself, but but it's not just about protecting your data anymore. It's about understanding what you're protecting. It's about moving your data. It's about also destroying your data because it's legally supposed to be destroyed uh, based on compliance requirements. So that that's where we come in from a risk and a continuity perspective. Okay, so so if we look at it, I mean, I'm almost seeing uh, one of the important parts is is um, uh, you know being able to understand and know or identify which data you can um, then destroy. There we go. You got it. So it goes. So that that's why I I use the words. I, I really don't. Uh, I still prefer. There's a lot of traditional strategy that is a hundred percent valid in today's day and age. The first thing that any company should be doing is a business impact assessment. How do you how do you know besides following compliance and and regulation? So so there is government or or some some regu- uh, regulatory board would tell us. This is what you need to do with this X type of data, with, with policies in an insurance company, as, as a weird example. Uh, this is how you're supposed to manage your data. So there is some guidelines. But in other areas, uh, you, you need to apply some, some logic. So to my business, what happens if I lose this data? What is the business impact if, if I don't have access to this data? Those traditional strategies are still 100% valid in today's day and age. It just uh, it's it's just forced on us with our new platforms and modernization of IT. So so um, 
your a client that sort of normally would come to you, where do you start? What do you look at first? Wow. That I, I that's a that's a good question and we really don't have enough time for it, Tony. <laughs> but, but let's let's touch on it in a few ways. So what we have is some customers come to us with absolutely nothing. Greenfields, uh, they starting a process uh, and they engage with us. That that makes that makes the discussion very constructive because now we are able to provide guidance. Uh, and you know, and go to them and say, look, wh- what does your board say? What does your regulation say? Okay, great. Now, what do you need from a business? Okay, have you done any impact assessments? Uh, can we have a look at it? Can we assist you? So that that's the green fields approach. But then you you have customers, and and in today's day and age, you you didn't just start out from nothing. You you've started out somewhere, and these regulations did not exist five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. Uh, so there's a lot of comp- established companies that now come to us and say, look, we we desperately need your help. Uh, we've got, we, we know what, what we know, but we need somebody that focuses on data management. And I think that's, that's where our customer, ba- uh, customer base is turning towards or, or a large portion of our customer base lives uh, is you have, you have a bunch of very intuitive businesses out there that know what they are doing from a business perspective. They, and they had the traditional sense of protection plans in place. But the regulations and today's modernization in IT requires you to almost have, uh, I say almost because it's not doesn't fit fit perfectly for everybody. But in most cases, companies are turning around and saying, "Look, I I actually I'm already software as a service. Why should I now employ somebody to now look after a service that I can switch off?" So because now I sit with the risk as a business of a, of an employed person with no work because I've now just switched applications because that's how versatile and flexible IT is becoming. I can now switch providers at a cloud level or, or a new cloud provider comes out with a new technology, which allows me to do literally to just pump in data and it does everything else for me. And, and now I've got a bunch of people, humans that I've now employed to do something that they, they are not relevant for anymore. So that's that's where we come in, where we say, look, everybody's relevant, uh, and an IT guy's job is never backup. It's always four or five other tasks where backup is sort of the last task on the list uh, that sort of just gets pushed onto the the technologists in the organization. So now businesses have uh, the ability to come to us and approach us and say, look, just take care of the backup component or the or the full data management component. And where we help is we also help reduce costs. So yes, it's not it's actually it's actually more cost effective to to use a company that's twenty four by seven that doesn't get that doesn't get sick, uh, that doesn't have a flat tire, that's always available for a phone call because the one guy who's worked a twelve hour shift is now going to bed. There's somebody else uh, <laughs> that's on shift that's bright and bright and sparky at twelve o'clock in the night. Uh, you won't get that with a permanent employment. Yeah, and also I mean. I- the, one of the big challenges, and we're a small business, but we also face that, is to keep up with all these changes and the changes in the legislation, etc. Um, if you're not, if that's not your core business, you know, but you have to, for compliance purposes, stay up to date. Um, yeah, and that um, basically leads us nicely into um, a next discussion that I would like to have with you around Poppy. Um, the papaya and then see um, you know how that impacts and maybe share a bit of your knowledge 
around what's happening in that environment and where do you fit into that? Okay, great, great. So, so we, as an organization, you're 100% hit the nail on the head. Uh, we, uh, because we are focused on data management, we've cho- chosen to, to skill ourselves up and stay relevant in the data management space. So we work on uh, global uh, global efforts. So they are the products that we use are globally used. So we actually have to adhere to GDPR uh, regulations besides just the PIR, uh, the Poppy Act uh, down here in South Africa. Uh, our team has has got a broad set of skills in understanding that. Uh, I would I would definitely say we are no specialist in 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 the personally identifiable information, but we have we have the technology and we can marry that technology with data management. And whatever regulation is thrown at us, we can provide advice and get the get our customer base across the journey for regulation purposes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I look forward to having that discussion with you next because it's obviously very important in the financial services sector. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for this discussion. Very insightful. And I look forward to our next discussion. Thank you very much, Tony, for the opportunity. Appreciate it.